You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7, the ticket, the ticket, fm.com. Nick and Rico back with you once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln hotline, the starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show today. Before we get to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska, I want to remind you guys, Nebraska versus Northwestern tailgate party is this Saturday. Huskers start out their season at 11.30 a.m., but you guys can come and hang out with us, tailgate with us in our parking lot starting at 9 a.m. Um, food provided at no charge to you by Ambition Electric and Steve's Garage Doors, so it's biscuits and gravy for breakfast, fried catfish and pulled pork for lunch, and then there will be water provided by Colgan Water as well. You're, f- you're free to bring your own drinks if you want to, and you can drink if you are above 21 years old. So let's go ahead and get to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline where we're joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. First of all, hello, Steve. How's it going? Hello, Nick. Hello, fellas. I'm doing great. Awesome. All right. So, Steve, are, are, are we starting to get a little more juiced up for this thing? We're four days away. I mean, where where's your, I don't know if excitement level is, is the right word, but where are you kind of sitting with this team four days out from Northwestern? I get the, I get the feeling that it's just like getting more real. Like mm-hmm. like last week, I, I uh, you know, just kind of still in the distant future for some reason, um, like with me. But uh, right now it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be like, you know, doing covering a game and it's going to be the real deal now. So, um, yeah, the uh, along with the Nebraska game is just like, you know, every every other college football game that, I, that, I'll, that I'll have on my uh, TV and watching. So, um, yeah, college football is, is about here and I can't be happier about it. Okay, so I, I kind of want to talk about one of the one of the similarities from last year against Illinois and Nebraska facing out them in week zero and and them having to face Northwestern in week zero this year. It's that all eyes are on you, right? And we know the performance that Nebraska put up last year. I mean, I guess just a generalized question, how important is it that Nebraska doesn't allow what happened last year this happen again this year, if that makes sense? Like, how bad do they need just a quality performance when all of, I mean, now that you're in Ireland, it could potentially be all the world's eyes that are college football fans are, are on you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think all of the college football um, landscape is going to be, the college football world is going to be on this game um, pretty much, you know, 11.30 Central Time kick. Uh, yeah, just the festivities around Ireland and, and um, everything with it being overseas. Um, yeah, this game is going to get a ton of attention. And honestly, I, I think it's going to be hard for, you know, like eight, um, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids to not understand that and not kind of know that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just going to be extremely important to keep their focus on the football game. And I know they're doing a lot of cool stuff over there, you know, like um, experiencing the Irish culture, and, and that's great. Um, but they've, they've done a good job, the players have, the coaches have, of um, just making sure that everybody – understands that they are over there to play a football game uh, and to win a football game. So um, all that other stuff is really cool. But at the end of the day, um, you know, they, they need to beat Northwestern. And, and I have, I have um, you know, th- I'm just not I, – I, I think that they're going to they're, – they're understanding that they're there to do a job. I know I sound like the players right now but because yeah. I've heard them say it so, so often. But they're there to do a job. And I have um, – you know, they're, they're just going to – over there play a football game and all the other stuff is going to be gravy 
We're speaking with Steve Mark of, of Nebraska Rivals. And Steve, uh, how much from last season's game would it will Nebraska be taking over into this game despite all of the changes that happened on the offensive side of the ball for the Cornhuskers? I mean, they were able to run the ball at will against Northwestern seemingly last season, whereas this year, you know, with the addition of Mark Whipple and his, you know, history of passing the ball quite a bit, how much of, of last year's running game will they attempt to take over into this one? Yeah, so that's a great question. Two things come to mind when I hear that. Um, I, I never want to bet against a guy like Pat Fitzgerald and mm-hmm. his ability his ability to coach and prepare a team. Um, everybody kind of knows his track record with every other year, kind of having like a solid, a solid program um, if they have a bad one the year before that. But um, the other part of it is I, I think that it, it would be wise to, to do, do similar things from last year that worked so well, but not base your complete game plan on it, if that makes sense. Maybe, throw, I mean, there was a lot of orbit ocean. There was a lot of triple, triple option, kind of exotic-looking mm-hmm. stuff um, that, that Nebraska did, did against Northwestern's um, really bad defense last year. And I think that they should absolutely try to do some of the same things, at least early, just to see how Northwestern reacts to it, just to see how they, if they can stop it right away. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. With the new offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple, um, he's obviously um, watched, I'm guessing, a ton of Northwestern film and, and has studied studied the Wildcats and what they bring up um, and what they bring back and, and how they kind of um, – what they brought back and what they lost from last year's team. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they could watch watch last year's tape and um, find out what, what went well, what went what, – what didn't go, go well. And, and, obviously, last year a lot went well for Nebraska. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of the same stuff. Now, later on in the year against other opponents, I think it might look more like a Mark Whipple offense. But against Northwestern, I wouldn't be surprised to see some some triple option um, stuff. Now, how much are they going to run Casey Thompson? I don't know. Um, hopefully hopefully it'll be more of a traditional handoff run game and kind of relying on the excellent um, running backs that Nebraska has and, and seeing if the offensive line um, can make a change and, and get a push up front. So, um, yeah, those are the things going through my head. But I wouldn't count out. Uh, a, a coach like Pat Fitzgerald and his ability to kind of get through to kids and, and turn turn things around quickly. Now, you kind of mentioned it uh, about, you know, future opponents and, and the Mark Whipple offense. Are you of the camp that there is a concern, not a concern, but are you of the camp that you don't want to show too much of your offense in your first game so that you'll be able to, to keep some element of surprise later on in the season? I guess I'm of the camp of whatever beats Northwestern, you have to do it because they cannot get on the plane and, and go back home with a loss. Yep. Um, that's just going to be absolutely devastating for, for this program, um, in my opinion. I know there's, you know, if they lose it, of course there's an opportunity to turn things around. But, um, boy, if they, if they don't get past this, this game, um, that, that's going to be very, very bad for the mentality and, and just this fan base and, and Scott Frost's future and, and just kind of the national reaction to it if they don't get past Northwestern. But, um, no, I, I, I think whatever they have to pull out to, to win this game, I mean, they need to do. If that, if, if that means digging into your bag, bag sooner than you, than you originally thought with this season, um, sure, by all means do it. I, I, I think maybe the, the time for hiding things and um, maybe not showing as much um, might be Northwestern and Georgia Southern, but um, – as, as for um, winning Northwestern, you, you need to 
um, do whatever it takes, really. So we're talking to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here on the Happy Hour, and I, I guess when we when we were sitting down there listening to Casey Thompson break down Northwestern's defense at the at the press conference on Sunday, how refreshing of a feeling was that for for Husker fans? That's an excellent point. I was sitting there with my jaw open that a player was actually giving detailed X's mm-hmm. and O's answers. I mean, as a as a football nerd like I am. Um, I try to read as much and learn as much X's and O's about football as I possibly can. I've, I've never been a coach. I've only played low-level high school football. But um, to, just to hear a guy like Casey Thompson, um, a quarterback, break things down like that, mm-hmm. it was super, super impressive. Now, that's not one, – one thing I want to make clear, if Chubba Purdy was in that situation or if Logan Smothers was behind the mic, I'm sure those, those guys would have done the exact same thing. Um, because they're in the same meeting rooms, they're watching the same film, they're they're getting coached up by the same guys. Um, so they, they would have sounded very similar. They would have yeah. said Northwestern comes out with primarily a four-man front. They're usually a quarters defense that can rotate into a single high look sometimes for a cover cover three look. But I'm sure I'm sure uh, Chuba and Logan would have done the same thing. But the fact that Casey did that and actually kind of just show it, he showed he showed everyone that like, hey. This is this is going to be my offense. I'm the starting quarterback. I know I know everything about Northwestern's defense. I've spent the past month, um, you know, researching them and, and studying them. I'm I'm very I'm a very confident quarterback. That's that's basically what I took out from Casey Thompson, um, saying that detailed explanation that he did with the Wildcats. So that was really cool just to actually hear. You know, a lot of times we get from coaches and players just the the coach speak and you know effort and execution and all those things that a lot of people roll their eyes at. But for Casey to actually talk about a four-down front, corners coverage, rotating into a one-high safety look, it was really fun. Last one before we let you go, Steve. We're, we're talking to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here, and, and this will be the final time that we talk to you. We've made it through the offseason, all of our weekly conversations. We've made it through the, the offseason, and, and next time we have you on the show, it's, Nebraska's either going to be 1-0 coming back from Ireland with a win or 0-1, or and, and that'll be a whole other discussion that we need to have. Different feelings. So I guess, I mean, sitting here, before we, we say goodbye for one final time in the offseason, what's, what's the record look like for you, and why do you feel the way you do? Oh man, let's go with seven and five. Okay. Um, I'm only going to give one record. Usually, I go like six, six, seven and five, yep. eight and four around that area. But I'm going right in the middle with seven and five. I'm thinking, just looking at the schedule, I just can't shake the feeling that the schedule sets up so nicely to get some momentum and some air under their wings to, to finally have a good start to the season. Um, I, I see maybe like a five and one, maybe even a six and zero oh start. Um, to the season, just depending on what Oklahoma looks like, and I, I just have no idea about the Sooners right now. Yeah. Um, but but the real test is just going to be November and what they what they look like against you know the, the the big boys in the West Division like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. I know Michigan is tossed in there in the middle um, in November, but what 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 how they finish the 2022 season is going to be more important to me than how they start. Okay. So, uh, it, yeah, I'm just thinking like a seven and five with a strong start to the season, but maybe not a, a great finish. I guess uh, then it, with that in mind, if, I mean, let's say they do start a five and one or six and zero. Oh, I mean, how disappointed are you as a Husker fan that if they end up seven and five, that they went, you know, sub 500 in their last, however many games. If it were me, I mean, if I'm the athletic director, I'm I'm very disappointed if that's how it actually shakes out. And and if you're Trev Alberts, that's something that you know you get paid mm-hmm. the big bucks 
to to make those decisions. And um, yeah, I mean, just to, if it if it does end up happening and they do have a strong start, but then just can't get it can't get over the the Minnesota Wisconsin Iowa hump. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just going to be another year of kind of you know thinking about how much progress was actually made. Yeah. All right, Steve, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for hanging us this off season, hanging with us this off season. And and we'll talk to you next Monday, two days removed from Nebraska's first game against the, the Wildcats. Yeah. First win, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think so. Although it's a twenty-seven to seventeen, how about how about that? All right, that, we can we can take that. We'll we'll talk to you next week, Steve. Thanks. All right, thanks, Nick. That is Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Appreciate his time as always. Let's go ahead and get to our final timeout. I got to bounce. Um, I got stuff going on. I got to go to class. That's Nick has the, class. That's the you trade. can tell. You Nick has Two, class. People, people, people forget. forget. People forget. I, I got one more year left. Nick is still so, a child. So we uh, we have to go to a we have an in person class on Tuesdays and Thursdays at two o'clock. So I got to go to class. Um, Rico and Nate and and. Bach will handle the spillover. I forgetting Bach's name today. And they'll they'll handle the spillover and uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at least. But uh, I got to bounce, so that'll be all for me. And then, uh, so I guess I will talk to you guys tomorrow. But we'll be Rico. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com.